Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Of, uh, spoiling or, or allowances, you know, it's kind of going to be a range of. I think you know, a lot of them can be happy with like a you know, thousand a month um, in general kind of spoiling, and you know, some of them are you know you, you can be more you know, uh, two three thousand or you know, all, all the way up to you know, uh, more than that kind of depending on the particular sugar baby and sugar daddy. So you can kind of set whatever kind of you want out of the sugar daddy or what you're looking for. So if you just want maybe gifts and to meet up now and again you can put that in your profile that's right and you know it's going you know each each sugar relationship you know, has kind of you know its own you know its own dynamics you know some sugar babies you know, want kind of just you know general you know, your luxury lifestyle and you know others you're know, kind of um you're trying you're more into the um you know fin- uh, financial support or so it really varies is this available for a sugar mother who wants a sugar son, so to speak? Like if Saoirse was um, a 48-year-old woman with a ton of cash and wanted to date a 22-year-old man, is this website and the whole sugaring industry open to someone like that? Oh, yeah, we absolutely are. Um, that's really not a big thing yet. Um, you know, just because you're in the traditional dating apps, it's you know, it's easy enough for, for, for uh, women to get lots of matches um, albeit maybe not quality matches, but you know, absolutely, you know, if, if you know, if one wanted to be a sugar mama, it'd be very, very easy to, to get them, you know, tons of, uh, of, you know, sugar baby men. Is there a cutoff age to be a sugar baby if you're signing up? I, I actually want more sugar babies in kind of the uh, late, uh, you know, mid to late twenties to forties range. Uh, but a lot of sugar daddies actually want sugar babies that are a little bit closer to their own age. Okay, because I actually was thinking before we had this chat, I'm 32 and I was like, I'll probably be too old. Oh, not at all. You know, not, not, not at all. It seems to me like, you know, other apps like Tinder and, and the like, for, you know, are trying to make it easier for people to match and stuff. This seems like it's, it's turning dating into a service uh, that you kind of subscribe and pay for. Can, do you think real relationships can come from this or is it really just bringing the dating down to a kind of service where it's, here's what I want uh, and two parties, have, you know, are going 
going to come to an agreement on a thousand a month will get me three or four dates at these times for this. Is it nearly like freelance dating? It's kind of like uh, making it very transactional. Well, you know, it's very much it's very much still dating. Sugar daddies, for example, who you know really make an effort to to show interest in their sugar babies and and mentor them and just you know just generally you know be be chivalrous you know as you might expect from you know, that that those guys are are really going going to have the most success you know it's very much um, dating and relationships i think your sugar dating you have done right is really not transactional and what's the most lavish thing you've ever done for your sugar baby can you tell us you know some uh, you know trips and you know uh, luxury stays and stuff uh, beyond that you know it, it's fun you're introducing you know, somebody who you may not have had you know, a lot of like your know, gourmet dining or you know, stayed at you know in nice uh, nice places you know it's it's adorable when they you know, they take all the, you know these pictures for their instagrams and you know, you know show off like this like new lifestyle and you know i see their girlfriends just you're know, getting getting so jealous that like a sugar baby's girlfriends will say like Oh my God! You know, you know, you can do so much better than that. Like, you know, skinny nerdy guy. And then you know, my sugar baby, like, you know, sends like you know, a snap of, of like her newfound lifestyle, and it's like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. Let me. <laughs> is is it kind of I don't know? Is it using money to fill in for, like, for a man's if he feels he doesn't, you know, you can't get these girls unless you have them be able to date with them on a on a really kind of lavish lifestyle? Like, is it superficial in a way that? You know, you're, you're kind of paying for dates and the girl's only doing it because she wants to view Instagram photos and the guy's only doing it because he feels, you know, he, he, money will, will get him the girl that he would have otherwise not. Is it a little bit superficial and kind of shallow that way? Well, you know, I, I really think of it as, as kind of fantasy realization that, you know, you know people kind of, you know, have these, um, you know, you maybe fantasies in their head and, you know, of, uh, of relationships that, you know, kind of mainstream society may, you know, may not, uh, you know, have come to uh, appreciate quite yet, but you're know, actually being able to, to to live those out with with real people and um, you know and, and really kind of develop uh, interesting and fun relationships. I mean, I think it's a it's a nice idea. It's a nice alternative to dating. I think Irish people would get on board with this. Do you have a, Do you know if you have any members, Seth, who are based in Dublin or based in Ireland? Yeah, so actually, uh, right, right after you reached out, I, I just emailed um, you know, a couple dozen uh, sugar babies that I had on the wait list who had uh, signed up um, for Ireland, so to, for them to get verified. And uh, you know, certainly, you know, if we uh, you know, see some sugar daddies uh, get on there, you know, we can uh, get more sugar babies in, in Ireland as well. Uh, and then, then finally, before we wrap up, what would you say to the critics of this whole dating lifestyle what's the biggest misconception that you think people have about being a sugar daddy and dating sugar babies well you know i, I just think this can help so many people you know I, th- I think it's really really it's you know it's misunderstood you know there's so many you know, so many people who are you know uh, you know, stressed out or, or, or lonely, or they can you know, really benefit from this so much. And you know, the sugar babies, and they can be you know, mentored and, and, and spoiled, and um, you know, they, they can you know, have have a lot of fun. And you know, I, I just think it's it's really misunderstood that you know, it can help so it can help so many people. And I, I think it's really just kind of general kind of you know closed mindedness, kind of irrational closed mindedness that's that, that's keeping this from uh, being absolutely like explosive uh, worldwide thing and I, I think it'll get I, I see you know sugar fetch can really help with that with our verifications like keeping out the, the scammers and fakes because uh, I think you know if people try it out and, and they see like scammers and fakes on, on the uh, legacy websites then then they could really get uh, you know scared off versus every like versus the sugar babies being actually who they say they are in, in their photos. 
There you go. Sign yourself up, Sersha, and you'll be done. Job done. Um, well, Seth, we appreciate you popping on this evening. Um, if you are li- listening and you're interested in becoming either a sugar baby or a sugar or a sugar daddy, go ahead and check out uh, sugarfetch.com with uh, who the website founded by uh, Seth Sokoloff. But listen, Seth, thanks a million for popping on. Very best luck with the venture, and we'll speak to you again soon. Awesome, Cormac, Sersha. Uh, really fun speaking with you, and uh, appreciate uh, appreciate being hosted. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Cormac and Sir here in Room 104. Are you signing up to become a sugar baby? I don't mind. I think I might do. You know, I don't mind this whole um, sugar baby lifestyle. I wouldn't mind being brought on holidays and given lavish gifts. Once I don't have to do anything bold with them, I don't really care. Like, it's but, but then it's a, but then it's not a. I don't think it's a, a, a dating. I think that's a job. Then it's like being someone's assistant. But you're you're being it's like rent a friend. You know that kind of way. I would be embarrassed if someone saw me though. Oh, would you now? Yeah, it's all coming out now. Like if I was caught in a restaurant with like a much older yeah, man, and they're like, "Who's this?" You're like, "Oh, this is." What did you say? This is my friend. This is. I'd probably say it's my dad. <laughs> I actually probably would just jump to that's my dad. Oh. Uh, if it was someone that knew my dad, I'd probably say it was my uncle. Just on, to, on the mother's uh, side, yeah. And like, surely they would understand as well. They're not there to be your boyfriend. It's not It's not like you're going out with someone that but you're you hiding. But you are there. Yeah, but you are there to be there. there you are, yeah. But they don't really care once they're getting your company. Do you know what I mean? If someone that you don't know or they don't know comes along and just happens to, to spot you. That's what I wonder. Does it is it easier to do in places like America where no one knows each yeah, other? Yeah, of course Like it is. you walk down Grafton Street oh, or South William Street, you just know everyone. Yeah. You're like, be like, hey, what's going on? Imagine they were dangling ten grand in front of you and going, Look, just I just want to hold your hand walking down Grafton Street. Don't want to do anything else. Mm. Like, wouldn't you do it? You know you'd bump into at least ten people. I just feel there's something off about it. And I know people here, the sugar babies in yeah, Dublin, right? Now, now maybe then you're not doing too much at the moment, but uh, too much sugaring. Yeah, it's just, it's just. I feel it's really weird. I would feel really weird because is there an implied thing that if I'm minted and I'm after giving you a grand for the day, I'd kind of be like, you'd expect. Come on now, yeah, but, is that not what they'd be like? They're like, I'm after giving you a grand. Mm. I have a hotel room booked, and you're saying. Come but I think now. they have to tell you about that. Do you know what I mean? It can't. It's not just we're going to date, see what happens. I think it's very much like I am looking for someone yeah. to walk around the streets of Dublin with for a few hours just to forget about work. That's it. And then you know what you're in for. And there's no such thing as like, oh, but I gave you a thousand, so you need to go back I, to But I would say there'd be some. There'd be I'd some be like, like excuse that. me, give me your money. now. Money's up first. Yeah, money's up first. Absolutely. And how do you how do you like account for that? Let's say if you're doing that full time, are you declaring that to the old revenue? No, you're not. How do you you know? So do, is it cash then? Because if you get handed if you get handed cash in a hotel lobby from an older man or in a restaurant, and someone sees, they're like, "You're a whore." Yeah, you're a absolutely. An envelope just yeah. full of cash. And you're like, "What's going on here?" Oh, okay. But like, do they revolute you? There are certain restaurants in Dublin that I have been to, and there is a lot of older men with much younger women and I often think are they on a sugar daddy date or yeah like are they doing that because because you're an ageist and you don't think that a younger woman would naturally be attracted to an older man well I happened to be in one of these restaurants with my dad at the time and when he went off to to take a call the waitress came over and said do you want me to wait for your husband or do you want to order now no yeah. <laughs> and I right I know you laugh and say I'm 46 but like I don't look I don't look old for my age. Whatever about being young, I definitely don't look old for my age. There is no bloody way in hell I was married to this man, yeah, which happened know. to be my dad. No, my dad looks old. Yeah, but like... 
No, he's he, got white hair and he's, he's got his glasses and... He's, he's not going around in a walking stick now. He's still a very vibrant man. Ah, yeah, but you know he's like well into his 60s. Men, we just get better with age. Like a fine wine. Horrified though. Imagine, like she didn't automatically go, that must be her dad. It was your husband. And did you, did you tell her that it wasn't your I, husband? I stumbled for a second and I was like, <laughs> I said, my husband? I'm not married. I was like, you're talking about my dad. Oh no! And then she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." You know, they're so yeah, posh. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah, sorry, lady. All right, let us know your thoughts on that. Are you up for a bit of sugar baby and her sugar daddy and oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four coming up before the end of the show as well. Uh, teaching pigs how to play video games. We'll be chatting to a professor of veterinary uh, veterinary medicine about why, in the name of God, would you want to ever teach any pets, in particular pigs? Why would you want to teach pigs how to play video games? That's on the way shortly. Next up, Control Alt Delete. There is Elon Musk buying places down in Kerry and a laser that can vaporise you from the US military. It's on the way next. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. And Sir here on Room 104. Still to come in the next half hour, pigs playing video games. It's actually a thing and one of the uh, people who understands why you would want to ever teach a pig how to play a video game will be on the show in about uh, 20 minutes time. She's a professor of veterinary medicine over in uh, the University of Utrecht. Now though... Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete It's today's tech today Today's tech today Or tomorrow's tech today But tech moves so fast that it's today's tech today Quick roundup of all the mad stories that have been happening over the last while uh, First and foremost, the biggest story from a science and tech point of view over the last week or so Was NASA landing the Perseverance They, they landed their ship and their little thing on um, Successfully Successfully on Mars and uh, it was a seven month trip from Earth to Mars and they sent their little uh, Perseverance uh, car, car, what would you call it car thing it's not a robot it's a thing. their rover they're calling it their their uh, their rover anyway it's going around taking samples doing that it sent back a load of pictures by the way but it has also sent back the sound of Mars the sound of Mars they have a microphone on it and it recorded a load of the sound of what, what it sounds like up there would you like to listen to Mars? Yeah, I want to get off this planet. Y- yeah, exactly. What's it like on Mars? This is what Mars sounds like. The rover went up there the other day and just COVID free. COVID free. This That's is what awesome. this is what Mars sounds like. Yeah, there's no Mihal or Leo in the background going, "Oh, we're all in this together." Shut up, lads. Here we go. Oh, like sound n- of peace. N- not that impressive. No, it's not. It's, it's really it's, uh, just wind. Yeah, you you, just you probably, if you're on the phone to someone earlier on today, you probably heard exactly that noise. Uh, wind. That's probably what they did. <laughs> someone forgot I to turn the mic on. Screw it. They didn't go outside there, will you? Just, just record and just record a bit of wind. You go into the hand dryer there and put the microphone and we'll say it's Mars. I forgot to send the mic up. Sorry about that. But yeah, this, this again, this is Mars. Uh, this is Mars. This is recorded on the surface of Mars. I mean, we're being a bit too flippant about this. We have to remember that this is the noise from a different planet. Which is so cool. We sent a little robot and a microphone. The only worrying thing is, is someone going to set up now a Mars podcast? I'm just like, that's the last thing we need is more podcast yeah, please, lads. no, no. It's like, hey, we're just here doing the Mars cast. No, this is the sound of Mars. Unless it's about Mars bars. Yeah, then we can do it. And that is what you would hear. Kind of sounds like... Um, if you were on the surface of Mars. A flag. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. 
So there you go. Um, it's going to be doing loads more tests. It sent back loads of images. You can download loads of the raw images as well if you're into that crack. Take your mind off. And as you said, hope for the future that we can leave this planet. We'll probably wind up wrecking Mars anyway. But, you know. At least. Holidays we'll to Mars. A will fresh be a start. Thing. Yeah. Fingers crossed. A fresh start. So that was the first um, first story this evening now. Next story. The uh, US military are designing and building a new laser that is so powerful it can vaporise metal. All the sci-fi fans are going to lose oh, their mind. Oh, 100%. Like, they have lasers before that could pierce and break metal, but now it can vaporise it. So if, if this laser shone at you, mm. you would explode. Weird. And there would be no sign of you at all. Isn't that terrifying? It's like the Death yeah, Star. It's literally weird. like the old Star Wars Death Star. It's called the... Uh, let me see. The Tactical Ultra Short Pulsed Laser. And it's for the army platforms, and they want to do it so that they can absolutely eviscerate tanks and other heavily fortified and armoured things. I think you're just just playing with hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. I don't like that. No? No, there's no need now, lads. Come on. Ah, there's always a need, is there not? Whoever has the biggest weapons and the biggest guns rules the world. I know, but I don't like to know that that's on the market now. Yeah, so here's how they describe it, right? This is a fancy laser thing. It's uh, powerful enough to vaporise metal, making it far more effective than other lasers that they have. It, it, it fires incredibly short pulses between 20 and 50 each second that are shaped in a way that allows them to self-focus as they travel. And then they can go and uh, destroy whatever it is that's in front of them. Terrifying. Yeah, no, I don't like that idea. I, I'd rather, I didn't know about that. Anyway, we'll move on from horrible weapons. <laughs> and we'll move on from those. Uh, some people over in Florida, right? I find this kind of kind of funny. In a little bit. America is one of the most horribly hit places with COVID because they do their own thing and they don't really care, right? Then they've had one of the worst death rates. But they're they've even stopped drinking Corona beer. Yeah, that that's the level they're at. Yeah, I wonder how Corona has survived after all that. They took a massive hit. But anyway, America is in and of itself doing its own thing and always does do its own thing. But anyway, in Florida and all the weird things always happen in Florida, women are dressing up as grannies to go and get their vaccinations. To skip the queue. That's a genius idea. <laughs> yes. So it turns out, right, the, the, it was reported during the week, women who are actually in their 30s but uh, disguise themselves to look 60 and 70 so they'd be bumped up the queue. So whatever way they're doing it over there, I think they have vaccination centres that you just show up and you give your name and you're like, oh, you're 90, right, sit in the chair and we'll get you done. Don't worry about it. They're not going to ask too many questions. They just want to roll out the vaccines. So women in their mid to, mid to late 30s are dressing up as grannies, skipping the queue. I mean, I see, I see why you would do this. I mean, I, I'm all for you, and you don't want to just, do, you know, this is good. Are, I, are we leaving way. grannies out then? Uh, are you leaving grannies out? Like, are they rocking up and it's like, oh, well, we've already vaccinated, you know, We're this amount of people, vaccine, we don't have so, any left for you. Yeah, mm. it is good to see people wanting to take it, and, and even see maybe this is a covert government plan to make people really angry that they're not getting their vaccine, so they want to do it even more and, up, and help improve the uptake. But there you go. People at the start of this pandemic were dressing up as grannies, teenagers were to go in and buy beer. Um, so they could kind of go in and get themselves alcohol uh, because they had the face masks and the face oh, masks yeah. on and the little uh, granny wigs and the cardigans on. They walked in, they were buying beer illegally and now women in their 30s are dressing up as elderly women to skip the queue over in Florida so that they can get their vaccinations ahead of I wonder else. if they're putting on a voice. Oh, oh it's yeah. been such a hard time. Oh, in my day. Oh, God, now where's the vaccine? And then they get into like, yes. The mask. You yeah. know, you can get away with it with a mask, can't you? Yeah, there you go again, yeah. 
So you put on a bit of Elwyn makeup and... Disguise the voice. Yeah, and you just muffle it. Like, muffle, yeah, muffle to you your voice. go nose. around all doddery, don't even have to say it, and someone will probably bring you going, oh, come here, pet, come yeah, on, Yeah, exactly. Sit down there, we'll just put this in your arm, and yeah. off you go. Job yeah. done, off you go. So that's what's happening over in Florida at the moment. And then uh, Elon Musk is apparently going to be targeting for a uh, pilot scheme, Kerry. For How random. Satellite broadband. One of other Elon Musk's ventures is into satellite broadband, his Starlink company, um, which is going to ruin the night sky for a lot of people because you're going to look up and you're going to see moving. They're not stars, they're satellites. So yeah. you won't be able to get a nice picture of the stars anymore. And you won't be able to do anything about it because Elon Musk is just doing what he wants to do. Anyway, they're trying to deliver broadband via satellite coverage in different parts of the world. And it's going to be testing it out on Kerry because Kerry is such a remote, unresourced part of the world that Elon Musk is going to be giving you. Broadband. Well, at least something fun for Kerry to yeah. welcome. Trying it out in McGillicuddy Reeks near Killarney. And it's going to be trying to uh, place antennas to the stars, as they say, and give people down in remote areas. That's the main thing of, of satellite broadband, is to give people in remote areas access to the internet if you don't have it, if there's no wires in your area. You know that we have a horrific national broadband plan that if you go like five minutes outside of Dublin, so it's like, oh, you can't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it might benefit you and you can you could move down to Kerry and live in a beautiful house down there on loads of land for half the price it would be in Dublin and work from home down in the beautiful Kerry. Yeah. Maybe that'll be on something. a nice day, that sounds delightful, but on a bad day, miserable. God, I'd hate to be in Kerry. Yeah, it'd be a bit, be a bit bad. Be grim. And this last one is for you. I saw this, Sersha, and uh, you know the way you like your hot water bottle and you love, like being warm? Yeah, More so you hate being cold. Hate the cold. You can get a sauna blanket that uses infrared infrared light. Yeah, infrared light. And it helps with uh, <gasps> seasonal... The white seasonal affective disorder. I'm honestly thinking that I suffer from this. You know, my granny was diagnosed with that sad oh, syndrome. Was she? Yeah, years ago. And for years, my mom said she'd go to bed, you know, she'd go upstairs, just take to the bed every winter and would not, you know, ever come down. She said, my mom said she'd come home from school, the lights would be off. Anyway, she was diagnosed with that. I genuinely think I have the same. Because yeah, the, the difference the sun makes on, on my mood is unbelievable. So basically what I'm saying is we need to broadcast from Spain. <laughs> for, for legal mental health reasons and other um, important things, you need to broadcast from Spain. Yeah. Anyway, second to that, you can get yourself a sauna blanket. I didn't even know these things existed no. that use infrared heat. It's it's like a fancy sleeping bag and you wrap yourself in this and it heats you up, but also the light helps improve your mood apparently. Cause I love this. One of the problems with the sad disorder is that you're not getting enough light and the light obviously affects your circadian rhythm and your yeah. mood and all those things. So uh, my birthday is in September? I'd hate this. Absolutely would hate it 100%. Well, why don't you buy it for me? And, uh, I won't. I don't even know how much it is. I'd say it's pricey enough. Uh, it would be pricey enough. It's a sauna in your bed. It's not going to be cheap. It doesn't say how much it is. It's from it's called Higher Dose, and this is this infrared sauna device that you can wrap around yourself. So it's taking your electric blanket and your water bottle up a notch, and now you have a fancy blanket that you wrap around yourself. And there you go. Love that. Yeah, that's a great um, invention. There you go. Especially for a country like Ireland. Because, like, you know, for the few days that we had good weather, everyone was delighted. It's meant to be rain for the rest of the week um, how is it right now because it was horrible earlier on we can't, can't really see outside the studio lights cause, or the studio windows because it's kind of dark it's still mank who's driving around is it still absolutely manky I'd say it Let's is let's yeah. check the weather here now weather. I checked the weather do you know what I did today I checked the weather right up until July and what's it looking like uh, not great <laughs> not great no Oh dear. Anyway, that's a control alt delete. Any other important stories that we have missed? They also strapped a uh, in an art gallery a paintball gun to the back of a robotic dog to make some art. 
because that's what you can do with art now. Oh, yeah, a bit weird. That's yeah, delightful. Yeah? It's delightful indeed. Anyway, NS we've missed oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Pigs playing video games on the way shortly with a professor of veterinary medicine. Why would you want a pig to be able to play a video game? Very very strange, but uh You're listening to the Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM One Hundred Four. Off and back, quarter head, head, shoulders, knees and toes. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Reminder as well, if you're on Tinder and you're a single lad, you need to keep an eye out for Saoirse's profile because it is a random person who is running a fake Tinder profile of Saoirse. Um, So if you do find Saoirse, know that it's not actually her, some random person who's managing the account. But please try and match with her. And if you do get a conversation started, let us know how far you get. Give us some info. We need some We need some rats we needed some moles inside of this fake account. And um, also, Saoirse has set up a fake lads profile. She's going to try and match with herself. So yeah. Ronan31 is up on Tinder at the moment. So if you're a single lady and you come across a 31-year-old Ronan. Yeah, Ronan with a A father. Yeah, Ronan with an A father. That's not a real person. That is, in fact, Saoirse. But you'll be in the note. But please try and match with Ronan as well if you're a single lady on Tinder because it'll help boost up Ronan's profile on Tinder. And then hopefully you will be able to match with yourself sooner rather than later. Oh, that'd be excellent. Yeah, right. so my goal is to match with Sersha to figure out who is behind the account. So, you know, start up a conversation, hopefully arrange to meet somewhere, find out where they're living and then... Confront them with a TV camera and go, what are you doing, you yeah, freak? I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Uh, so that's just a heads up. Uh, still to come on the show, Pigs playing video games and we'll have music from Tiesto, the business <gasps> that's next. What? Imagine... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Met up with the person and they were the real Ronan. Saoirse meets Ronan. (laughs) 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 Christopher Nolan on the line. Christopher Nolan on the line. Tinderception. No, I couldn't deal with that. You'd love that like Sharknado. I'd just be like, oh my God, this is so amazing. (laughs) 
I'd be in a different time zone and time would flow backwards. Ah, oh, it'd just be absolute madness. Yeah, that might happen. But, you know, if you're on Tinder at the moment, whether you're a guy or a girl looking out for Saoirse and Ronan, um, both are fake, but Saoirse's manning the Ronan one and we're going to try and get Saoirse to match herself. Tiesto the business. It's on the way next. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. And then we did Walking Sound last night as well. So um, if you're not from, if you don't live in Fingless Camera, Stillorgan, Drimna or Walkinstown you don't care about any of those but where are you currently living where are you from where would you like us to remix uh, this week last night there was suggestions for Scaries and Rush and Lucan and Hoth and Blanche yeah strong contenders strong contenders but let us know and I know Jesse had messaged in saying like city centre where does the city centre begin and end like what, what is and what is not the city centre yeah we need a like give us maybe a rings end specifics. or you know uh Rialto or something. Something something good and specific. So, mm. uh, whereabouts in Dublin is home? Where are you from? Uh, what part of Dublin are you from that you would like remixed? Let us know. 0876797104. What song would you like butchered by Saoirse Long? And then we hey! can uh, play, we'll play it out this Friday on the show. But um, Everyone loves my singing. Everyone, I'm sure they do. They do. They've sent in messages of yeah, support all the time. Yeah, you know what? Leaving You're... lasting impressions. Yeah, yeah. We've gotten rid of the hallelujah. We now use that. Yeah, this is our new religion. Yeah. And that's it. There's yeah, yeah. and then there's disgusting. Then <laughs> three elusive <laughs> spots. So drop us in a WhatsApp. Will you let us know those songs are up on? Now you find them up on a couple of them up on YouTube. One or two up on uh, uh, my Twitter as well. Just they keep getting taken down for copyright infringement because yeah. they're like bold. So I put them up and they get taken down. But uh, um, Walking Sound was the last one. Where the next one will be? Let us know where you're living, where you're from, and what is special and unique about that area that we must include in it. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Also, reminder: tomorrow is shock jocks. No, no, no. Before that, oh. Hot Chocolate Wednesdays. That's every single Wednesday we have decided because, and even more so today here oh, in that yeah, news, yeah. you know, we're going to be in lockdown till next year. So every Wednesday we are doing Hot Chocolate Wednesday. So what you got to do is just tag us in an Instagram picture of your beautiful hot chocolate with marshmallows or cream or whatever way you want to do it. Some people make it from scratch. Others buy it in a shop. Yeah, I mean, the, you know? the, the option is yours if you make it from home. Now, I made mine from home um, last week and burnt my finger off, so just you be did. careful about putting the cups in and out of the, uh, the the thing. But listen, it's not a competition or... It's just something to break up the week to look forward to. There's going to be another nine weeks of mundane insanity. So at least on a Wednesday, you have something to look forward you to. Do. Oh, it's Hot Chocolate Wednesday. Go make yourself a hot chocolate. Walk down to your local uh, coffee shop or wherever, garage even. Get yourself a hot chocolate and just go... For like four minutes, go, oh, that was nice. And they go, oh, we're... Yeah. And, we're, and then we're feel so. fat after you drank it and be <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. hate life. Yeah, I'm such an idiot. Um, so you can do that. That'll be tomorrow. You can send us in your pictures. Happy days. Other interesting news, which we all knew. You'd wonder why this even needed to be a research study, but it was done anyway. The ASAI, who are the Advertising Standards Agency of Ireland, mm. and they you know, set the rules on advertising on radio and online and all over the place. New report says that the majority of you believe social media influencers are inauthentic and misrepresent real life. No way. No way. That is unbelievable news. I always believed every single thing the influencers told me. They're such, and especially the ones that have gone to Tenerife and Dubai now, you're just like, can we put you down now? Can we just end it all? And and good luck, see you by now. But I think everyone knows that they're just talking absolute. But if they no. must. They Back mu- in the day, we didn't know any different. We bought the skinny tees, we bought the teat whitening That's stuff. what I'm saying. They must work though. The brands wouldn't use them unless they actually worked and people, 
came across these quote unquote influencers and bought mm. something some of that tripe that they're peddling. Do you know what they're they're doing a lot of now and it's it's actually awful. Uh and targeting probably Are they know, punching younger. babies? That's what an influencer would do. I say they'd punch babies, no, no they're, problem. They're, they're teaming up with um, cosmetic surgeries and doctors and stuff and getting lip fillers for free and then everybody that's 19, 20 thinks they should get lip fillers yeah, and all this random don't do it don't like, get I'm on, t- I'm on Tinder there swiping away and every second girl has these bloody sausages in her lips they're awful and even if they're not big sausages they look fake don't be fake don't get the work until you really need to get the work no but like I'm all for you know being natural and tweaking when you need to tweak when you get much older. But don't be putting like fillers in your face. Like the second you do that, you're just ruined. I'm sorry you are. And there's no coming back from that. Who, you just look like a is, plastic doll. Is there any, uh, like, and I hate using that phrase, they should be called online personalities. Because this whole idea, it's such an egotistical thing to call mm. yourself an influencer that you think you can change somebody else's behaviour. and. As well as that, Shocking. every normal real job in the world, you can describe how to do it. The problem with influencing is you can't describe how to do it. If I said no. to, to a quote unquote annoying influencer, mm. what is influencing? They can't describe it. No, they can't. So go, go do, like if you're a teacher, how do you teach? Oh, okay. You put a lesson plan together, you go into your classroom and you teach. Yeah. You're ready to present it. You turn the mic on, you hit this button <laughs> and now you're ready to present it. That's all you need. If you want to do a show, you play some music and then you go. Yeah. Like how do you influence? Or you build up a following. How do you do that? Oh, you get your hoop out online. Okay, fair enough. If that's what you're doing, you get your hoop out online. I just can't. I can't stand it. But I just wonder: is, is there any genuine, authentic, trustworthy, quote unquote, online personality slash influencer in this country? I don't follow any. I'm uh, sure you do. The, the only one I do follow is Rosie Connolly, and that's just because I know her because I grew oh, up. Oh, name her. dropping. No, I don't care. Name dropping. And oh, she God. she is actually a, a smart businesswoman and has her own clothing line and has teamed up with loads of different like, brands. I can and bring it's out made my own money clothing line. I go on Shopify now no, tomorrow and bring smart. out my own co- she's clothing line. She's a smart line. girl. She's a smart girl. Uh, she's worked hard. Her and I also am a huge fan. I don't follow her though. Huge fan of Suzanne Jackson. I love her products. They're amazing. And I think she's an incredible businesswoman. So she, I think she was like the first influencer or whatever you call her, blogger, and then she turned yeah. into it. But she's just, I think she's incredible. Um, the rest of them can go and <laughs> You'll get in the bin. Lads. Get in the bin. Jump in the bin there yeah. now, lads. Good luck, see you, bye. No, the rest of them, I co- couldn't be bothered with I any of them. Is there any genuine, genuine ones that people are like, I know they're grand. And like, I understand there, some of them are between a rock and a hard place because they want to do their little online fitness classes or they want to just get their bought out and mm. commercialise their monetize their so audience I just, I just couldn't be arsed with, like I wouldn't even be interested in knowing anything about them do you know what I mean mm. like, I, I, like who, who so is I think you have to be very very narcissistic for these people Maybe. do you know what I, I did before like if you go onto some of them and just no, next time you're watching a quote unquote influencer notice how many times they use the word I in their stories yeah because they're, they're just I or me or my mm. and it's just very revealing about they are just like I just wanted to pop in here because I'm very excited to team up with this and my campaign is going to be blah 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 and I'm so excited and just like who cares yeah who cares anyway anyway that that's news that we didn't really need to know because we already knew it already you don't trust influencers no they're inauthentic and a bit scummy I don't really know what an influencer is no, that's the other thing no I one does don't. what is it no, no one does at all so uh, anyway um, that's up news today on the way next if you uh, own a pig you probably don't own a pig but they are playing video games now why would you teach a pig to play video games what benefit does it have at all 
We're going to be chatting to a professor of veterinary medicine as to why you might be inclined and what the benefits are of teaching pigs to play video games. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. Hope you're well. Now, um, you may have a very intelligent dog or a cat, but what are your thoughts on farm animals, in particular like chickens and pigs and things like that? Because a story has come out about um, a group of people who wanted to test a pig's ability at playing video games. Why? We don't know, but we wanted to find out. So we decided we'd get on to someone who has been studying animal behaviours, especially farm animals, over the last number of years. And we're delighted to welcome the Assistant Professor of Veterinary Medicine from Utrecht University, Rebecca Nordquist. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Rebecca, thanks for coming on. As Cormac said, why pigs? Uh, well, why pigs? There are, um, why uh, study pigs and to look at their uh, learning abilities and looking at look at them playing video games. I mean, I realize that sounds completely silly, but it's important on all kinds of levels levels for us to know how smart uh, our farm animals are. And in this case, they turned out to be actually a lot more smart than people give them credit for. So the pigs, uh, this was a study done in the United States at Purdue University. They had uh, given pigs a relatively simple computer game. I mean, they weren't playing Mario Kart or anything. Hmm. They were uh, taking a joystick and making a dot move towards either one side or another of a screen. It's actually a lot more complicated than it sounds because the pig needs to be able to figure out it's doing something with a joystick and that's causing something to move on a screen. So that's at a completely different place and uh, that that's going to end up getting them a reward. They were able to figure that out pretty well and did actually pretty well going through a bunch of levels on this. Now, that uh, they did eventually, they didn't do as well as um, the primates, the monkeys that were that were originally made, that the, the task was originally made for. So there does come an end to how smart pigs are. <laughs> but it's important for us to know how smart they are, because that means that we can uh, understand the animals better and we can be better animal stewards for them. So we can make farms uh, uh, better for them and we can uh, understand what they need while we're housing them on a farm. It's also um, part of their intrinsic value. So part of the uh, value that they have as animals, they just separate from uh, what we give them value as, like the, yeah. the monetary value or whatever. It's important. I'm uh, on the game. What was the reward that they got? It was, I think it was just food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, thinking it was sweets, uh, they usually, they, they, we and our, uh, we, we also do tasks at Utrecht uh, testing cognition in pigs and we use uh, M&Ms. They love <laughs> M&Ms. <laughs> And uh, chocolate-covered raisins, they do a lot for chocolate-covered raisins. And actually, although every once in a while you get one that just won't like chocolate, um, we had one that preferred broccoli to chocolate. Um, just on that note, you know, obviously we play video games for pleasure. We enjoy playing it. I, I'm assuming pigs don't get that same hit that we get when we're, you know, they're not, they're doing it for a reward as opposed to enjoying it. Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's hard to test whether they're actually uh, enjoying it, but there is uh, a whole, they actually do enjoy doing tasks. So the, there's a whole concept in, in animal behavior called contra-freeloading, which means that if you give an animal the choice between being able to get as much food as it 
can without doing anything for it or having to work for food, they'll choose to work for it just because they don't, uh, they, they would rather be doing a task and rather be doing something than being bored. So they do actually enjoy doing these kinds of tasks. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Like, maybe stupidly enough, like, I've always thought, and maybe it's a, a stereotype for a pig, but that pigs would be kind of dumb or, and, and lower end of, you know, the in- intelligence. It's always used as an insult as well, you know, you stupid pig, and you're, it's always dumb and negative and that they've no brains and sure, like, you throw them onto a farm, they're covered in dirt, they're, there's nothing else going on there. But you've obviously been studying pigs for years, um, and how complex are they? They are very complex. I mean, they, they could they could rival any dog. You know, we clicker train them to come uh, when we call them. Task like this, you don't want to be, you, you have to make sure the pig wants to come because there's just no way you're going to get a pig to move that doesn't want to go. So just like people sometimes clicker train their dogs, we, we clicker train them to get them to move along to get to the place where they can do this learning task. And they'll, they'll do all kinds of relatively complicated learning tasks. In general, uh, smart and sociable animals. And how does their attention span then differ to, say, a dog? I'm going to guess that that is pretty similar. We've done some tasks with delays in them, where uh, so they have to uh, do something and then you know, wait a little while before you give them a reward, and you you make that longer and longer. So the time between when they get when they have to do something and when they get the reward is longer and longer. And generally, they'll they'll do worse the longer that it's going to get. And that's true for any animal species, but dogs are uh, and or pigs will do pretty well on that task. They'll do considerably better than um, rodents or other smaller animals. So, yeah. Um, what, what would you say is the main thing that people might get wrong about pigs or the wrong misconception that people have that, you know, maybe you're trying to change? I think maybe the, the uh, most important part is that the, they are smart and sociable animals. Um, so uh, they definitely get to know the people who work with them and they get, get to know the people that uh, uh, they, they are very excited when people come uh, that they like. Um, they are uh, uh, easy to get along with when you deal with them in a, in a friendly manner. And they are intelligent, so they can solve all kinds of difficult tasks and much more than we give them credit for. And what's next then on the, uh, the study spectrum when it comes to pigs? What else do you want to do? Um, well, I spend a lot of time looking at early life. So I, I'd like to uh, look at how they develop. So when, when do piglets start to uh, uh, show these more complex tasks and more complex uh, learning behaviors and um, what kinds of things that, that can go wrong in early life affect that? Um, there are a lot of things in the, on a farm that can go wrong with a very young piglet. It can be a very dangerous place to be. And, you know, what can we do to to help that? And what can we do to recognize early things? So uh, more, more looking at earlier life. Cool. And just quickly again, you mentioned like pigs being social animals. I would never have thought there's... Do they have friends and like groups they hang around with or... Yeah, yeah, they do. They, uh, they, they tend to, there was a whole group of studies uh, that was done at a university here close by on um, how much social support they get from other animals. So uh, if, if something scary is going on, will they go and uh, stand near other animals or will they be better able to do a task that they think is a little bit scary when another animal that they know is closer by? And they are, they, uh, they, they do very much interact with other animals and, uh, and form bonds, yes. 
Just on that note, uh, a few years ago, I remember a girl in my class in school ended up getting a micro pig as a pet. Like, is, is that a good idea? Like to, to kind of get a pet pig instead of a pet dog? Well, I think one of the main issues there would be that they um, do like to socialize with other pigs. And I'm not sure that people would be a correct substitute for that. So, um, I mean, it, which is actually sometimes an issue that you have with dogs as well, uh, that people are not home enough and not interacting with them enough. But I think dogs are more domesticated in that sense and more um, are, uh, sort of focused on people. And if you only have one pig, it, it might get lonely. <laughs> And uh, aside from that, I think that they could, I think they could do reasonably well. I mean, um, I don't know if I would want to pick inside the house, but <laughs> I think I would probably get into some arguments here with the other people in the house if I tried to bring a pig in. But uh, I, in terms of sociability, I think they could be fine. I think the, the interacting with people could be fine. But whether the pig, if there's just one, I think you would need to have more. Right. So you're, you're going to have to, yeah, you're going to, so you're going to have to get multiple pigs uh, in, instead of just the one and so she'll be going around on a lead with seven piglets walking them around but god again um, i didn't realize there was so much um so much complexity around uh, pigs and they can now we know play video games and who knows where that is going to uh, lead us but listen uh, assistant professor uh, from the veterinary medicine uh, center over in utrecht university uh, rebecca nordquist thanks a million for giving up your time and if there's ever any other similar interesting groundbreaking pig research please get in touch and thanks for coming on the show you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.